There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. It's the Michelob Ultra Studios, Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour, Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode. If you're watching on YouTube, number one, you'll yeah. notice I'm a boy slut. Number two, ah. you'll notice that Jackson is sitting on the ones and twos, but the Plowhawk is in the Horton Watkins studios. Yeah, what's going on? Here's what we got, Doug. What? And I'm going to address it right off okay. the top. On Friday, I was wrapping up the award-winning balloon party, mm-hmm. and it hit me. Did I say something when we were in the 101 ESPN studio, Jackson? Did right, I recall? right as the... Like the last, the last hate sec- text came in. Yeah, that's, that's the last one. Fire its way through. Yeah, you said something to me. What do you mean we ain't the best fans? <laughs> and uh, and so I mean I I was like wow that was that's not that's not normal. Uh, had a meeting with a client at eleven o'clock. Had a sound story, and then I had to record some commercials. And as I was walking out, I said Jackson. I hope you guys are feeling all right because something has hit me. A little gurgly stomach? Yes. Oh. But I felt awful. At approximately, Doug, would you say it was around 4.30? I don't know what time it was. I was on the Vomit Comet. Oh, no. Oh, wow, really? Oh, yeah. Brutal. The Vomit Comet. Hmm. And it's very rare. I don't know what your Vomit Comet experiences are. Text them in, 314-881-TMA5, Engineer Design Facilities text inbox, or you can call in to share them, or Erotic Stories, 636-9004-TMA. Uh, Steve Schmidt, Kia, North County phone lines. Oh, or if you're just into uh, rainbow showers, as they're oh, called. Oh. Uh, it's kind of the opposite of scat play, but still is hot. Could have come to my sink and just use that if you wanted to. Yeah. I, if I would have been close, I would have mm. loved to have joined in. You have a designated slop sink? <laughs> yeah, seems what everybody uses it for. Oh. And I, I, the way it's usually worked historically for me, and Doug, I don't know if you track your, your vomit comet experiences. No. But you'll usually wake up in the middle of the night and it hits you, and then you realize, oh, I'm about to go on the vomit comet. This, I was totally fine up until that last hate text on 101 ESPN. And holy crap, and then it took about five and a half hours. So I was wondering if I was ill, if it was food poisoning. But as per usual, all I do up until around noon or one o'clock each day is I drink water and I have a protein shake. So it's not like I'd really eaten anything. So I went to bed at around 7.30 on Friday night. I woke up at 8 in the morning on Saturday, went to bed again at noon on Saturday, and slept until 4. Oh. 
So I don't know what the hell was going on. I'm fine now. But then at approximately, what, 6 o'clock this morning, no, I the, don't know. the Plowhawk sends a text. And the Plowhawk... Now he's got it. Yes. Huh. Plowhawk, are you able to turn on your mic from the uh, Horton Watkins Studios now known as the... Can anyone hear me? Yes, oh, he sounds he ghastly. He does. He does sound ghastly. I like that word. Tell me what your symptoms are at the moment. Uh, just a real sore throat, stuffed up, you know, kind of that dry cough to where it's just my throat's really dry and... Uh, mm. Do you feel like you're going to go on the vomit comment? No, you know, no, I'm just eating my berries, drinking some water, just trying to, uh, you know, get the natural sugars going, so. Oily stool? Uh, I mean, I took a dump this morning. It was all right. (laughs) Where where did you go? Did you go to the one where you you hit Casey, or did you go to the Mm. other? Oh, yeah, I got here at like 440, so, yeah, I was able to have a nice little one-on-one sesh in the uh, solo room. The oyster at that point in the day. Yeah. Don't you run into the guys from the Riz show? Uh, I mean, uh, the potential, yeah. I mean, I run into the combi boys every now and then. Oh, the mm. Pre-dump, usually not post-dump. No. <laughs> so you're not worried you're going to go on the vomit combat, but you're feeling ill. Definitely feeling it. Uh, certainly didn't want to let the squad down, so I'm not going to call in since we only did, you know, one show from the studio on Friday and got back from a vacation. So not an ideal time to take a uh, sick day, so yeah, powering through. So, so my thought was, since uh, I didn't want Doug or Iggy to get exposed to what I had or what uh, the Plowhawk had, if the Plowhawk has now what I had, that it would be best to have Jackson come in here and the Plowhawk sitting there. So that is the reasoning. But you guys all feel wonderful, Jackson, Doug, and Iggy, correct? Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, yeah. That's how I always feel. <clears throat> what does that mean? Well, normal for me. The hell's that? Like on a scale of one to ten. Yeah, eight. Yeah. All right, well, there you go. That's not bad. Yeah. No. I don't know. Maybe it's just, you know, a lot of times you, well, first of all, we were on four different flights. So you get people that are throwing germs around. I had that guy next to me just kept sneezing right at me. Oh, <laughs> um, But you got four different flights, and you go from cold to warm, back into cold. So a lot of times I just hit you. Iggy you know? nailed it. The cold, the warm thing is the yeah the, the main right. factor. Yeah, you're right. My God, when we left Lambert, whew, and that hits you for the first time. And plus, it was like 15 degrees. Ew. Yeah, it was a windshield, like zero when we got home. So I don't know. I don't know if I, I still don't know if I had food poisoning or if it was a virus. Sounds like food poisoning to me. When you only have it for a you know yeah. half a day or never day. had a temperature. What is no. te- what, you, what is a fever more uh, virus or food poisoning? I don't know. I would think virus. I never had a. Uh, like a 98-degree Drew Lachey, Nick Lachey temperature, thank you. So, I don't know. Well, but the vomit comet. Oh. I haven't been on that vomit comet. How many times did you blow groceries? Just once. Oh. But I thought, I was like, I, I thought it was the, the there, was a, there was a pump fake, like a Steph Curry pump fake. Yeah. And the first time I went to go on the comet... It went. I went so hard, mm. kind of like Tori Wells and the way she used to. She used to go so deep. What? <laughs> that I. I actually saw stars. I truly oh. saw stars. <laughs> and I thought to myself, okay, this is probably going to happen. I need to. I need to. When it happens, I need to try to control the comet because otherwise, I'm gonna like asphyxiate myself, no. which I'm which I'm used to doing. No. But in this case, it's not going to be for pleasure. Unless somebody's sitting under me. What? 
and that's up to them. Annie Sprinkle, I think, was the one who was into that. Somebody can look that up. I don't get it. Yeah, she was into it. <laughs> you got it. I didn't. Well, she was a superstar back in the day. <laughs> there are a lot of texts. People not happy with the show. Loaded up from the weekend. Oh, this is the people. Just now we're at a point where over the weekend people send in anger. What do we got going on? Damien. Here? Damien. <laughs> 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 That's what it sounded like <laughs> at my home on Friday. Mm. And I'm just. I was worried that. Because we all ate at the same place on Tuesday, but I was thinking that would, at that point on Friday, yeah, that'd be a delayed reaction. Yeah, that would be that wouldn't be food poisoning. I didn't eat there Tuesday. Iggy did not. Ugh. And then at this point, for the plowhawk, that wouldn't be food poisoning. So I don't know what the hell's going on. I suppose you only need one little bit of bacteria on anything you eat or drink, and it could cause it. Yeah, yeah it's just like every year when I come back from the AVNs, I knew I was going to get sick. You know, you're around a bunch of people. You're you were around the dregs of the earth there. Well, that's true, too. You were, there weren't dregs at uh, Sandals, but uh, I always thought I got it from the plane, but, nah, never know. Plock, did you feel bad yesterday? No, nah, that's why I'm kind of concerned. It just started when I woke up. So yeah. He sounds ghastly. Maybe, I, I don't know, man, I don't feel great. I'm no. not going to sugarcoat it, no, but. I wouldn't. Well, you're hanging in there, though, Lou Gehrig. Iron well, horse. I wouldn't go that far. But I appreciate Dougie. All right. oh, Gary came out of the game. Excuse me? What? Gary Coleman? Gary came out of the game. He didn't play through it. He came out. Wow. Oh. Gave Wally Pipp his job. <laughs> he had like half a season when he was playing while he had ALS. I guess I am better. I don't know. <laughs> I saw Bill Russell has a documentary out there on Netflix. Slam the Iron Horse? <laughs> Lou Gehrig doesn't get a pass? I'm kidding, Doug. Uh, let's see. Just don't press push. I'm not familiar with this texture. Are you familiar with this one, Jackson? Uh, yeah, he pops up. Problematic? Yeah. Not on your Mount Rushmore? Who no, isn't? Not really on my radar. How do you guys respond? This was sent in at 6.59 a.m., so just don't press push. Really wanted this to be <laughs> read. All right. How do you guys respond to criticism of the listener of the month voting process? <laughs> I didn't know that there was criticism no. of the listener of the month voting process. <laughs> How can I respond to it? Is that in a big news story? <laughs> Who's upset? All the people didn't know. win. Is it simply East Coast bias? More pretentiousness than the MLB writers for the Baseball Hall of Fame. One brave voter admitted to not seeing the nominees before the votes were cast and contentiously abstained. And for that, this listener applauds. How can you, as the selection committee, look into the eyes of young up-and-coming listeners and deny their dreams, while at the same time in the lab pounding the earbuds, putting in the listening reps, hoping for just one chance as a 16 seed? Thanks, I'll hang up and listen. That's from Just Don't Press Push. Huh. Doug, what was that about? He's upset that Beer Cats won Listener of the Month, I guess. The Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month, but you yeah. can uh, sign up for it, tmastl.com, and become the February Listener of the Month. And what do you win again, if you win that? Uh, Jackson? Milagro prize pack and a TMA swag item. And then you're nice. eligible to become the Listener of the Year oh. at the end of the year awards, which this year will be at Powell Symphony Hall. Yep. Yeah, we might need a bigger venue than that, but that's nice. It's, so it's nice. just the 11, the 11 monthly winners or 12 monthly winners go up against each other for the winner of the year? I guess. I don't know. It's not really yeah, I didn't, I didn't, be honest about the I whole didn't thing. like any of the nominees, so I just didn't vote. Well, who would you like as a nominee? Well, none of the ones I saw. Are there any ones that would that would cut it for you? Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just vote for anybody. Well, I guess I got to vote for somebody. No, you just don't vote. I abstained. <laughs> hmm. What if we all would have abstained? Yeah, that would be a well, problem. Then, 
we get the prize back. Is that how it works? <laughs> well, Ireland, why don't, don't we get, do that? Th- then I would understand the listeners' questioning. Mm-hmm. Process. <laughs> I, already, I, abstain. I already got my Milagro sweatshirt. Be like this trip to the Sandals Resort. If we don't, I guess if we just keep it in house, one of us can go. <laughs> yeah, how many people have registered for it? Like it's over, well into the thousands. Over thirty six hundred. Oh my really? god! Yeah, because you can you can uh, enter it in every single day, so people are just. Firing it up. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I got a lot of questions about that over the weekend. I was oh, like, oh, yeah. did you? Were you getting people DMs? Like, people were like, are, can you really win a trip? I was like, yeah, all you do is what, sign you think up. Are lying about it? I, it's, people were just surprised. They man. ask you to pull some strings for them? I, yeah, you know, have you been offered holes? <laughs> no oh. holes have been offered, and nor would I take any holes. You know, this is. Uh, when are we giving that away? Uh, Doug? <laughs> when are we giving it away? Was yeah. that the question? Yeah, how, how much longer do they have to register? I don't know. Contest ends on February 12th. There you go. Okay. Another week. Get in where you fit in, fools. I was a Mac up at the high school. You can go to TMASTL.com to register or go on the TMASTL app, and the uh, code you need to enter is PASSPORT, and then you get a four-day, three-night luxury vacation to you, the sandals of your choice. doesn't have to be Ocho Rios. Yeah, they got Grenada, Antigua, a lot of great locations, Barbados. They got like 23, don't they? All right. I think that's what the... The big boss told us last week. And they have another one in Jamaica, Negril, I believe. That's got to be the best prize we've ever given away on this show, right? By far. Top five. Mount Rushmore of prizes? What do you got against Florida? Missouri tickets. Well, the game had already been played, I think. <laughs> uh, Nathan from the east side of Alton's not happy with the oh, show. Goodness. I mean, is he on the Mount Rushmore? No, because he's too funny, but... Uh... <laughs> I have a feeling this one's going to be a barb. (laughs) You turds have been doing the same show for 20 years and all weekend on TMA. All the four shows from this week played over and over and over again. Hit the shuffle button, Atkins, Mm. and mix in some new content on TMA All Day. That's Nathan from the east side of Alton. Plowock's not going to be in the mood for this today. I'm here, and I'm ready to address it whenever you guys are ready. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead. All right, perfect. You guys settled in? Strapped in? Everybody got their seatbelts on? Okay, cool. Um, so it's the exact same thing we do on every weekend. We play the shows throughout the week that have played. Now, Wednesday, Thursday, we had zero shows play. So I played Monday, Tuesday from when we were in Jamaica, Friday when we were back in studio. I mean, that's the best I can do. I peppered in some best ofs there. Um, so yes, a segment played once and then 10 hours later it played again. Um... I, I don't know really what else you want me to say. Um, it's a tough spot. We I had to automate for two and a half weeks. It's a difficult position to put me into. Again, we ran through this during Christmas break. You don't want to run over and just bulldoze your entire best of catalog. Um, so listeners don't have to hear a Sinbad episode. Um, so it is what it is. I'll continue to do that. I would do it again. Um, there's just... I, I, I don't have much to do when we have Wednesday, Thursday off, and I had to automate before we left. Um, anybody understand that? Oh, okay. Nathan, for the east side of Alton, the action is back on you. you can call I mean, I had to do two and a half weeks of 24-hour best-ofs up until that point. It's it's tough to, you know, time it out and get all these creative segments that this one douchebag listener wants. Oh. I mean, send me a personal email and let me know what segment you want to play, and I'll play it, but I can't read everybody's mind, so. Did you say that? The, the hoser laughing? Yeah. 
So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Or a bunch of something, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Ain't in it. Bring it on, boys. <laughs> well, I mean, we didn't lie. It's called TMA all day, and you got TMA. Hey, yeah. you go, Doug. You're turning on your radio at 2 a.m. to listen to TMA all day. I got a whole bucket list of questions, Zach, you know, one of which is not, how do you like the segment? Mm. Well, what what is the question? Well, I'm loaded for bear today. Oh, I'm ready, dude. I'm, I, that's, I'm, not, I'm just, this is just, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is, I'm not even done with the monologue yet. I love Plowsy, and I agree with Plowsy. I mean... I want, you, I want We all want you to listen to the, the station as much as you can, but, I mean, if you're listening to us all weekend, I mean, get a life. <laughs> Thank you, Iggy. See, Pepper and Genie back. <laughs> Maybe they're just in the car from time to time, and every time they turn it on, they hear the same thing. Right? No, and I get it. Like, I understand, like, not having Wednesday and Thursday to replay. I mean, that's three out. That's three segments. That's three hours. That's six hours. I mean, that's six hours that I have to fill with the Monday, Tuesday, Friday program. So I get it's a little different than you know, what you're typically used to. But again, this wasn't the typical two weeks that we've had, you know? You can't just go back and play a random three-hour show from 2012. I mean, I could, but that would be horrible, I, right? Like, all, all this is horrible. <laughs> well, yeah, Doug, my point is, like, the best ofs are edited, so all of old libraries, old yeah. station IDs, all that taken out. I can't just... I mean, I could easily pull up a random segment we did, like, a month or two ago, but again, like... How will I know that that segment is evergreen? What if we're talking about the Cardinals getting bounced? Ew. Which is pretty common, but... <laughs> oh, um, there it is, a shot. everyone. Are we talking about drinks, two-star recruit? You know, that recruit probably has already transferred, so I don't know how relevant <laughs> any of this is. Don't we have a folder that has all of the uh, old shows edited? Yeah, yeah, we have, a, I mean, we have 500-some best-ofs in the folder, yeah. But again, like, I, we can't use, for two weeks, that's 24 hours times 14. I mean, do the math on that. I can't, I, I, that would be all of our best-of hours. And, and so, what am I going to play tomorrow? Something that just played two days ago? Like, I'm doing this for the betterment of my job for the next six months, yeah. as opposed to a listener wanting to listen to something fresh at 2 a.m., I don't know really what you want me to say. So are you happy with the listeners who question this? I love them. I love the listeners, but I'm not in the mood. And, you know, like criticizing somebody's job when they have absolutely no idea what they're talking about, it's a little tough to navigate on a day such as this. <laughs> such as this. <laughs> a day such, such as, as this. this. That could be the title of the segment, Jackson. A day such as this. Well, I'm doing show not today, so I'll put that in the title right now. Monday, February 6th. 2023, hour one, a day such as this. <laughs> uh, welcome to a day today. such as this, and it is a beautiful day. You get, to, get some work in today, uh, that short game area. That's where, that's where you might find me. Oh, the Hawks going to be up this afternoon, I see, but 58 degrees. Design air heating and cooling for when it gets cooler again. The sponsor of our email of the day, the official HVAC provider, the Ryan Kelly morning after Seth Goldcamp and his staff will take great care of you. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you. What? You know, we're starting to get to the point where you can go in a month. You know, I know March can kind of can kind of use its hand on you a little bit. What? But uh, you start talking about March, and you can you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, can't yeah, you? Yeah, you can. It's. Uh, I always it's, say, if we can get through February, yep. March you could have some cold days, but you have some days almost okay. hitting seventy in March, and uh, all of a sudden, yeah, then we're right around the Masters. And how do you do? How do you do? In the Fan Page Club Championship. Amen. Uh, the official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. It is Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Work with Seth Goldcamp and his incredible staff by clicking on the Book Now tab. 
for Design Air Heating and Cooling, designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider, the Ryan Kelly Morning After, and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. James Carlton is my insurance agent. I'd like to recommend him to our audience and everybody in the whole wide world. 314-961-4800. Go online and type his name into Google search, and you'll see 303 five-star reviews for James Carlton. He presents the Colonel, Gabriel P. DeArmond, and Gabe will be with us at 9 o'clock. Jackson is in a deep depression over what took place at the hump on oh. Saturday, Doug. Uh, that was uh, Missouri losing to Mississippi State. Uh, James Carlton, 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. Work with the best when it comes to customer service, and that's James Carlton. That's why I made the switch. And when you make the switch, they do all the paperwork for you. You will see all of the reasons why people love working with them when you go to Google and type in the name 303 five-star reviews for James Carlton and his staff at the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, 314-961-4800. Go online at carltoninsurance.net. Uh, wow, they're not happy in the engineer design mm. facilities text inbox. Why? Uh, let's see what we got here. And I mean, they're really not. Nathan from the east side of Alton has responded. What do you say? I apologize for asking you to do something inside your minimal job requirements. Oh. Stop complaining, you dork. Ah. This is the same dude that's 730 in the morning and he's bashing somebody he's never met before on an HD2 radio show. Like, I'm very comfortable with just knowing that I am a way better person than he is. Oh. Um, and also, I did my work. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean I didn't do it. It means you're a douche. Ah. Like, that. there's two different sides of it. I did. I, okay I did work. <laughs> I didn't think about, you know, Nate from the East Side all, and didn't want to hear Friday's show. Yeah. I I, I give no. I, I can't say I've thought a half second of this dude in my life. No. So like I, I I did my job just because you aren't happy and want to complain about it doesn't defeat the purpose that I did what I was supposed to do. Now, with Tommy and John Kiowski, if they want to complain, then I am definitely going to take initiative in changing that. <laughs> but Nate from the east side of Alton has not and will never write me a check, and I don't give a crap about him. Oh. So I did the job. If now, you don't like it, cry to somebody else. Now, what I would do, <laughs> if if Tommy would let me and John would let me, <laughs> Uh, it would kill. It would kill four hours it's of the like weekend. It's like Beavis. Uh, I would come in here on a Saturday and Sunday and uh, just play tunes. Play tunes. We could do a music. One hundred percent for this. You're gonna, you're gonna spin records. Iggy's best of. I mean, I'll just play my favorite songs for a couple hours on Saturday and a couple hours on Sunday. Well, that would defeat the purpose of of this being all day. <laughs> It's still Morning TMA. It'd just be a little different. No, that's not TMA. That's <laughs> you spinning records. It's still TMA. It wouldn't be. I could tell a story here or there, but... You're I a gentleman who enjoys a, a dry rub once in a while? <laughs> yeah, but just play music. I don't I even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I guess it's like a rub down with no oil. Uh, now we're dealing with uh, counsel, Doug. All of a sudden, a law firm has reached okay. out to us. Uh, good morning. If you guys are fielding questions, mm -hmm. can you please advise as to when my client might receive the prize pack winnings for the email of the month in January for the Golf Expo that concluded yesterday at 4 p.m.? <laughs> Thanks. That's from Jaguar, Jaguar, Jaguar's oh. counsel. So, you didn't get the tickets? So that's a problem. I'll answer that for Jackson. <laughs> I, no, well, for, I, well, I knew first, I forgot 
something last week. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we I love that. We're at a crisis level mm. now. What are we gonna, that was gonna, on gonna, me. Well, since when do we mail things out? We, we don't, don't have stamps. Had, We've was, never had stamps. They pick them up here. He would have, but I didn't. That was on me because when we left Jamaica, I was like, oh, did I forget something to do something? And that was it. Because at that point, I'm not going to email someone on Friday afternoon. <laughs> hey, you got your beer by 5 to pick up the tickets for this thing this weekend. That's on me. I'll take that on the, uh, well, take that on the Doesn't Jaguar live in Nashville? <laughs> I don't know Doug, where. where does Jaguar? I have no idea. I don't know where any of our listeners live, but that one's on me. All right, Nate from the east side of Alton. How about it, bud? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Plowsy is in no mood for criticism <laughs> on a day such as this. That's correct. <laughs> well, I'd just come pick them up. You won? Come pick them up. No, but I forgot on, to even put them I gotta, the, I got to let the people know. That's on me. Uh, guys, while you're looking uh, up where the golf expo tickets are, uh, I'll take my Cardinal tickets from the 2022 season as well. That's from mm. Big Old Fan. No. Uh, now you're going to have to be more specific. I don't remember. I don't remember that. He didn't win Cardinal tickets. There is no way Boots will do extra work. Historically, this is a fact. Uh, that comes from Starfish, dude. Well, I'd, I would come in on Saturday and Sunday and do a music show. Uh, Lil Beer Cat's coming after Iggy, just like his father. Oh, no. No one wants a best of the same stories that have been changed and fabricated a thousand times. Mm. Sorry, not sorry, Iggy. That's from Lil Beer Cat's. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, kind of like your dad's story. Mm. Shout out Hot Life Autumn. Mm. This is generational hate now. <laughs> little kid's 18 years old. I mean, why are you listening to the show anyway? Doug, we're trying to scold people for listening to our oh, programming. I, I think he's of age. You think you should have to be? Yeah, but he was coming to, to our TMA events when he was fourteen. Yeah. What do you know about custard stands? <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a lot to learn about running a decent custard stand that we don't even know about. There's one in Springfield called Iggy's. Uh, really? Yeah. Did you go there? That's why I had to get Iggy one plates because that dude's got Iggy. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's a good custard. Did you stand. ask him to like? Did you ask if you could buy them from him? No, I'm fine with Iggy one. <laughs> Yeah. You paid extra for that, though, didn't you? Vanity points? Yeah, I really don't know why I got them. It's a good way to spend your money. Well, they were kind of cool at first, but now I can't I can't fake anybody. I mean, if I flip somebody off on the highway and they see Iggy 1, it's yeah. like, ah. How often do you do that, though? Not often, but if I do. I did one time, and I got a DM. You flip me off on the highway, buddy. I listen to the show every day. Hey. Really? You flip somebody off on the highway and they DM to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They saw the Iggy ones. I, I can't. I can't hide. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. How's that, Beer Cats? Little Beer Cats, whatever your name is. Uh, Dan Mullins funeral via dump truck tickets. Can I get those now? Is Jackson getting a 10.99 from a hot dog stand shell corporation this year? It's from Carlos Spicy Wiener, and he's going to the Hall of Fame. I have never, will never get any 10.99s from any shell corporations, tube meat or otherwise. Um, for the Mizzou tickets, were an overstay on my part again too. Uh, good morning, little beer cats can go down on my wife. Thanks. That's from the recovering alcoholic oh, from Belleville and Westbrook. And Doug, they're just so active this he's morning. All talk, all talk with him. Well, little beer cats are recovering alcoholic. Recovering alcoholic. We don't know for sure that he's eighteen, right? Little beer cats is. Yeah, he is. We have confirmed. I, I mean, we've I better I, be I, sure about that before his, we start no, reading comments like that. His dad told me. So if he's not, his dad lied because I said, <laughs> I said you got your fifteen-year-old. Your honor, kid. it's on his dad. <laughs> I said you got your fifteen-year-old kid texting. He goes, he's eighteen. So he's the one that says 18. So. 
Uh, Plowboy, keep on doing you. Screw these losers that turn on reruns at 1.40 a.m. on Saturday morning after they spent 12 hours playing Minecraft. Just put the open on a 72-hour straight loop. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. There you go. What up, Wacko? I knew I had a a friend. (laughs) You feeling any better? I mean, I'm getting randy. (laughs) That's nice. Really? How would you like if we just did our show from 7 to 10 and then it was dead air until the next morning? That'd be no good. You're getting something. I wouldn't have much of a job. (laughs) No, if if you're pissed about what we play, would you rather just have dead air for 21 hours? Is that what you did to do math? You went dead, dead, Subtract three. Okay. Uh, Birthday Hawk, Iggy, would you please show someone that DM of the person from the person you flipped off? Well, it was like eight years ago. I don't think I still have it. Birthday Hawk, seven years ago. I don't know. Hmm. You don't flip people off very often, do no, you? No, I don't. Once I don't, a month? I don't get no. I don't get mad on the highway. Stephen Wildwood says I received a snap from Beer Cats and Hot Wife Autumn as she was performing what I would describe as a slutty dance. Oh, nice rack! And please let Iggy DJ on Saturday. That's from Stephen Wildwood. Oh, where are you DJing? Here. He wants to DJ here. Oh, I see. We'd have to learn how. To, you'd have to learn the board. Yeah, I'll bring a board up in. Oh, God. No so one's going to volunteer to do that. Now, now that's going to just hurt your chances of doing it because they have to pay somebody. To I do would that. learn the board if I could do that, and then it would, you know, it would help me if uh, you know I could ever fill in for Learn or on a show that uh, Iggy. We need somebody to come in this afternoon. I know the board. I'll come in. But you don't know the board. No, I don't. But and, you'd be willing to learn it. Uh, for my, sh- if I could do a show on weekends here playing music, I wouldn't. Or maybe I do the show with uh, my friend uh, Jen Williams, who is doing KC for the next few months. Um, she's on KC now. Yeah, for the next couple months, and um, I bet she'd be willing to come in on weekends and just to run the board for your show. No, and be part of my show. Give up her Saturdays. She loves she loves being on the air. She loves music. She loves being a DJ. I bet she'd come in. Iggy, can you have KG run the board for you since he's an employee now? That's from the birthday hawk. Good idea. That's actually an idea. No, it's not an idea. <laughs> it is a, definitely an idea. Whether it's a good one or not, that's up for debate. I'm sure Tommy's going to pay him to come in and run the board for me. I mean, he's not on salary. He only gets paid when he comes in. <clears throat> shot at hourly employees out of nowhere. <laughs> not a shot. That's just true. <laughs> but you'd be willing to give up your weekends for this. Yeah, it's only a couple hours. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to go up against you, man's uh, classic show on Sunday. Not that people are going to tune him out to listen to my crap, but would we need? But some I wouldn't. Sort of even, I wouldn't. All, license I, I wouldn't just play. Songs? I wouldn't just play classic rock. I'd play Miley Cyrus' "Flowers." Well, slowly. Yeah, it'd be a collection of all kinds of music. Mm. Well, what are the chances that this happens? Well, I'll probably run it by Tommy, and he'll say, get out. Get out. (laughs) You'll walk by his office. Tommy, I got an idea. Get out. Get out. All right. He would never say that, but... Doug, Ryan Kelly would never say get out, would he? He's online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly says, come in. He doesn't say get out. That's what he says. Come in. I've come in twice and had uh, my mortgage refinanced with Ryan Kelly. Couldn't be happier. Smart move. High interest rates are a little scary right now. The home loan expert can take care of that. Their interest rate rewind program can make your rate two full points lower for the first year and a full point lower for the second year when rates... Go back down. The home loan expert can refi with zero fees to keep your payment low. Is living paycheck to paycheck. 
starting to wear you down. Are you stressed out when it comes to paying the bills? Many Americans are getting financial relief with a simple cash-out refi. How much cash can you get with the home loan expert? Finally pay off those credit cards, get a few months ahead on bills, and an extra cash in the bank. That sounds pretty nice, doesn't it? The home loan expert's 10-day closing guarantee can make all of this a reality. If you have any questions, ready to get pre-approved, learn more today. Go to thehomeloanexpert.com. Let Ryan Kelly and his fabulous staff take you through the whole process. You'll be happy that you did. Remember, you just date the rate, but you marry the house. That's the Home Loan Expert. Thank you so much, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Morgan. Thehomeloanexpert.com. And a wonderful Valentine's Day gift is Sound Story. Go online at mysoundstory.com and you can get it taken care of right now. Wrap up your shopping in a matter of, oh, I would say about 60 seconds with a gift certificate for Sound Story for your significant other or come in and tell your story of your relationship online at mysoundstory.com, whether it be with me, with Doug, with Jackson, with Learn, with John Hewlett, with Randy Character, with Riz, with Moon, with Courtney Landrum, Anybody you want at MySoundStory.com, you can have do your sound story, whether it be via Zoom. Doug, you're doing one via Zoom today, aren't you? Yes, I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or in studio, and I'm doing one in studio today. It's MySoundStory.com. Get the gift certificate and then book at the convenience of your significant other. MySoundStory.com, a perfect gift for Valentine's Day. No one, and I mean no one, is looking to spend their weekend listening to three hours of deep tracks from bands mm. like The Cure and Big Head Todd. That's from Hedonism Chuck. Well, then don't listen. There you go. Hedonism Chuck. I mean, that's it pretty simple. I don't want to listen to that. You don't listen. Well, clearer I can make it. What hopes do the listeners have of actually listening to this show? Probably zero. Oh. I'm just throwing out an idea. That's not a good chance. I mean, we have a license to play music. Nice. So if I just come in and pull stuff off of Spotify and put my playlist together, I could even voice track it. Wouldn't even have to come in. Classic rock. What about that? I play a lot of classic rock. You've always kind of wanted to be a DJ, didn't you? I did. On Casey. Yeah. Well, have you given up on that dream? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, John Ulett's about the same age as me. So there's other stations, other time slots. No, I guess too old. Old. Oh, no, Doug, we're watching yeah. a dream die. <laughs> I mean, I, I could have filled in. Pick yourself up by the bootstraps, man. I could have filled in a couple months ago, and I said no. Yeah. Do you regret that? I do a little bit. <clears throat> and the reason you said no was what now? Well, I was on vacation. Oh. But you were at home. But I didn't have to get up at 530. That's, yeah. that's my vacation is that I don't have to get up early. Right. I don't usually go anywhere, but I can sleep. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe that chance will come around again someday. Yeah, if it does, I'll say yes. Will you? <laughs> These questions are tough. Hey, what about <laughs> that? Really. I got a couple of recommendations real quick. Oh, Doug, For this what? is our recommendation segment. Not In really a day re- such as this, <laughs> segment one. Not really recommendations. Uh, These are anti-recommendations. <laughs> they are not kinda. to do. They are kind of. Uh, I finished up Park and Rec. I'd never seen Parks it before. And uh, basically, I watched it for Aubrey Plaza. Tom Hank, Park and Rec. <laughs> Park and Rec is a Tom Hank. One. But it was a fabulous show. Um, loved it. Finished that up, and then I started knocking out documentaries. <laughs> knocking them out. A real accomplishment. I crushed this milkshake. To sit there on the couch and watch TV. Yeah. Pamela, boring. Madoff, unless you don't know what happened to Bernie Madoff. It's boring. Doug, these are all anti-recommendations. Okay. And then I watch the Grammys. Boring. 
So a boring ass weekend. Well, these are your recommendations. <laughs> well, I'm just these they're not recommendations. Not recommendations. Okay. Now, if you've never, if you don't, I watched all. I have watched all of them. Have you? I, I, I watched a portion of the Grammys, the the tribute to hip hop, which I didn't realize was 50 years old, and I kind of questioned the the birthday, kind of like Danny Almonte. I don't understand. Well, the whole show is hip hop, pretty much up until Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now, what was that side for? There's ten, ten artists up for album of the year, and Bonnie Raitt. And I agreed with her. She got this. She goes, this is shocking. I didn't expect this. And nobody did. Well, don't get mad at her. Bonnie Raitt is taking some heat Willie, on a day such as this. I like to, <laughs> I like to talk to Jesse. Willie Nelson won country album of the year. It, you know, it, it's like they, they give it to who they want to win. Shot at the AVNs. Yeah, I tried to watch a little of it, and they just—they try to be more outrageous than the person before. Even Shania Twain showed up in shocking orange hair. Give me a break. Yeah, and all she did was the whole time they showed her dancing around. She's giving standing ovations to people I guarantee she's never even heard of. And at this point, Taylor Swift and Beyonce can just fart into a mic for 20 minutes, call it an album, and win 10 yeah, Grammys. Sure. It's not even about not music Beyonce. anymore. It's strictly about what your name is. Man, and you are going to get hit by the yeah. beehive today. Yeah. Now, if you're What's a Taylor Swift fan, come at me hard, bud. Yeah. <laughs> you got some problems. Well, I will tell you, Beyonce's Renaissance album is pretty good. I've heard three songs on it, and they're fabulous. So. Jesus. Taylor Swift, I'll agree with you there. This may be the only show in America where two minimum wage weenies whose salaries depend on people listening and supporting the sponsors tell listeners to not listen to the show. <laughs> it's from Nathan from the east side of Altman. He's not done, Doug. No. Don't call my guys weenies. <laughs> weenies. <laughs> Nate's crestfallen. Fine. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, when you're working in fast food, you're going to get a ton of business. You don't have to worry about, oh, we didn't sell enough burgers this week. So you think Nathan's in fast food? No. <laughs> what was that noise? I don't know what he does. Why don't we it's make, a good make business if you, own the, if you own the joint. Yeah, he nice. might be a franchise he, guy. He owns nothing. <laughs> He's living in the boot heel. No queen bee slander will be tolerated, B. That's from Manchild. Look, she's gorgeous and she's talented, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think people really care about what music she comes out with anymore. You just... Slap a five-star, three-star, you know, Michelin-star restaurant style and have a day. I mean, they can do whatever. Taylor Swift can go to any genre she wants and come out with a crap album and then have, you know, billion dollar or billions of downloads. I, I just don't think people give a crap about the Grammys. Like, it's, oh, the, agreed. it's the most subjective art form ever, and you're going to give an award for it? Like, Yeah, and, and having five segments of the fans talking about their favorite album. Stop. Yeah, that's enough of that. And then bringing him up on stage to give away an award. And I, 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 like, I like Lulu or Lulu, Lilo. What's Doug, Lulu Lemon. Lizzo? Lizzo. I like you Lizzo. Were, you were circling the target. <laughs> I forgot her name. Uh, she's the best. Oh, Harry Styles is my guy. <laughs> no, they didn't go. <laughs> didn't he win album of I the year? I think she did. <laughs> didn't Harry Styles win album yeah, of the year? Yeah, and then the girl who. But Bonnie Raitt won song of the year. And then one of the fans who was gaga over him. When um, Noah brought him up on stage, oh, you read the winner. It, it's Harry. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, you'd had enough at that point. What's the difference between record of the year and song of the year? Doug, I, I always it confused me every I year. Think record of the year goes to the producer. But Lizzo won record of the year. But I think our producer gets it. Okay. Even though she took it, her speech was great. I liked her speech. Okay. 
There you go. And I cryo, wasn't, uh, cryo, cryo, cryo. I wasn't happy with the. Uh, I was looking forward to the Christine McVie uh, tribute, and I would have gotten somebody other than Cheryl Crow and Bonnie Raitt up there. Bonnie Raitt takes more shrapnel this right. morning poor on a day gal. such as this. The poor gal. I mean, Gaga, Alicia Keys. I saw Sam Smith in a dress. Well, that's what, always, that's what he always wears. He wears, he wears like fur coats and yeah. gowns. Mm-hmm. It's just not for me. Rugged. <laughs> and then the, the, the I, I guess she's transgendered, uh, who won the Grammy with Sam Smith. But when they sang the song, she had like one line. I like it. That was it. Isn't that the chorus? You got a Grammy for that? Yeah. She sang one word. Someone needs to put wrinkled thigh meat down. We're listening to a stroke happen live on the air. That's in the Dogtown Astro. Is that a stroke? I'm no. just giving you my opinion on the Grammys. Jack <laughs> and, and, and Pamela, was that the name of it? Pamela and Madoff. Pamela Love Story. Pamela Love Story. I watched that. I've seen Madoff as well. Pollock, you saw Madoff, right? Yeah, I saw Pamela was the most boring thing ever, so I turned that off by halfway. But Madoff I was interested in because I didn't know much about the insides of it. So I liked it. Yeah, really... I, I, I knew about it, but I don't recall the detail. I didn't know how it all came to pass. God, it's brutal. Oh, you really feel for the people that just got just swindled out of their whole life savings. And I didn't realize, and I can't recall what the name of the term was that they used, that the people who did quote-unquote profit, for lack of a better term, um, that the government came back to collect from them. And many of those people were not wealthy people living on Palm Beach. They were just people who had their life savings with them yeah, and they had to give that. that back oh my god yeah that was god. i didn't know that because oh, they did collect 14 billion dollars and what did madoff 19... do with all the money it was just a ponzi scheme well i know but what did, there was money there somewhere what did he do with it all well there were, they never they never owned any assets it's just the money would go in and then the money would go out until he ran out of money after the 2008 collapse well, so what did the, he do with that money that went out he spent it he's um, got he's he got three or, homes a yacht he spent on all that stuff. Well, he, what he showed was ridiculous return on investment. You know, the market, I think, performed at a 9% rate, and there was a guy, his biggest guy, who they believe was involved in it, had a 900% return on investment. Oh, yeah. So when Madoff would start to run short on cash to fund the Ponzi, he would say, hey, you need you to put some more in. And then the belief was that this guy knew. But then this guy, right when he was about to go and either be, go to trial or be subpoenaed, he was found at the bottom of his pool in Palm Beach. Oh. So Once he was finding barons and going overseas, you knew that was over. <laughs> Once what? Once he started going overseas and, like, recruiting, like, you know, the wealthiest of the wealthy in England, and you kind of knew that it was over. Oh, yeah, that, uh, was, I can't recall what her name was called. Oh. And they kept it kept putting graphics up that she knew nothing about it at the end of episode three and four. I would imagine that either her or her estate were threatening defamation litigation because yeah, that, that, that was the one that kept popping up over and over never again. Never did arrest But it's her. brutal. I, didn't, I, I knew one of his children committed suicide. But then the other one passed from cancer after kind of having a, uh, you know, reconciliation with Ruth Madoff, Bernie's widow. So it's just, I mean, it's an... And the same thing's happening again with this Sam, what's his name, Sam Friedman? Bankman Freed, whatever yeah. it is, with the crypto. Yeah. Did the same FTX. thing. Yeah. yeah, they said it'll happen again. Yeah, and the yeah, worst, I mean, the worst did. part about it, I think the part, and it's not as titillating, although it was focused on in, in the final episode of it, and I, I would recommend it, but it's, it, you got to kind of pack a lunch for it. It's, it's not, 
it's 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 a painful watch, uh, really. If anything, is that there were watchdogs who called it to the attention of the SEC, and the SEC just ignored it. That was that was the most gut wrenching point, and that the Ponzi scheme was only three. I mean, still three three to seven billion dollars, an s load of money. But I think it eventually got to sixty four billion. So the damage that could have been prevented if they would have paid attention to it. Yeah. So, ooh. Boy, that guy, Can you imagine that? I mean, you know. And that guy blasted the SEC at the congressional hearing. He pointed out all the red flags. He sent them for like five years, and they just ignored everything. Uh, Harry, Doug, is this Harry Markopoulos? Do you know Harry Markopoulos? I, I don't know Harry. Uh, called Madoff out for years before he was actually caught. He says it took him five minutes to know it Madoff was a fraud. That's from Hedonism Chuck. Yeah, we saw the documentary. So you're upset with this text? <laughs> no, obviously, if we saw the documentary, we know that that happened. Well, I didn't. And I just mentioned that he tried to call him out five different times. Okay. Over we just put years, a name to the guy. Over an eight-year span. He never invested the money. Spent it on boats, homes, new offices, etc. This is why you never want to work with someone that takes custody of your assets. That's from Josh Bob Bill. Well, that's a that's a lot of homes to get up to $64 billion, was it? I mean, how many? You could buy 64 <laughs> Homes all over the place and still have money left over. Uh, Tim, it's called a clawback. That's the term, clawback. A clawback. Yeah, clawback. And the, and the sad thing is if— Oof, the clawback. I mean, so you're just innocent, and all of a sudden you get hit. The sad thing, if you didn't have that uh, stock market crash in 2008, you still wouldn't have been caught. He only got caught because everybody wanted their money out, and he didn't have it. But nobody was taking their money out, and when somebody would say, yeah, I want to cash out, he had the money for that. But when everybody wanted their money out— he knew he was dead. He's like, they got me now. But if there wouldn't have been a problem in 2008, he'd probably still be going. Because the guy who was getting the 900% return on investment was funding it. Didn't mm-hmm. the owner of the Mets get hit real hard? Wilpon too? got hit. Yeah. yeah. I think Kevin Bacon got hit. They didn't name all the celebrities, but there were in quite a. Spielberg got hit. Ernie Bjorkman. Ernie Bjorkman. <laughs> He's doing hit. it, right? And then this poor mm-hmm. couple that put all their money into it and they made a little bit and they took it away from him. The clawback. Yeah. Oh, you made money off him. You got to give that money back. Uh, there's another alleged scheme currently being exposed in India. The guy behind it, it was the second richest man in the world at one point. It's hard to believe this stuff still goes on at this scale, but it does. That's from Hedonism Chuck. You know what my favorite little stat is, Doug? No. A million, it's like the difference between a million and a billion. Yeah. One million seconds is 11 days, and 1 billion seconds is 31 years. Oh. So, like, when you hear the difference between a million dollars and a billion dollars. Nicely done, Jackson. Doug, that gives us proper context. It sure does. Like, that's just a crazy difference. Nifty little stat. That is a nifty er- stat. Ernie Bjork was doing it. There he is. Serious. <laughs> yes, he was caught up in He it. was caught up in it. <laughs> Uh, guys, Iggy bringing up the ga- Grammys is just a way to bring up Lady Gaga not winning. That's from the weightlifting podcast yeah. or trying to get inside of your head, Iggy. Did she get shut out? I, I don't know. It wasn't something that was given away on the show. Was, was she nominated? One, probably one of the 90 awards they gave away before the show. How do you guys think Orson Woods Wacko afforded a home in Orson Woods? That's from Mr. Lex. Sounds like he is implicating him in a Ponzi yeah. scheme. <laughs> well, could happen. You trust people? You see people making money? You want to be a part of it? Greed sets in. I think the Orson Woods Wacko is going to have to respond to this. I mean, is he handling people's money? Well, that I don't oh, know. God. He's on the he's on the right side of Manchester, though. That's correct. That is, the, north, yeah. the north side of Manchester. Would you, would you give your money to someone from the south side no, of Manchester? No, but north side, sure. What I don't understand is that he was 
I guess I guess you just try to make as much as you can. But I mean, he was a multimillionaire just being good at what he did. Could have lived very happily the rest of his life and had money for his kids and you know, still had his home in Palm Beach and but God, just to go to that extent yeah. to, to make more money when you already had a nice life. Greed. I just told you the difference between a million and a billion. Right there. Jackson's the difference. Well, that's seconds. I mean, he didn't have a million. He had, he had like 30 million, 40 million. The he one had, thing, had money. The one thing most rich people want is more. They got to have more. I guess you got a penthouse on Fifth Avenue. You got a house in France. You got a house in Palm Beach. France. Does that count as Europe? <laughs> I think so. 30 to 40 million takes care of, you know, you and your kids and their kids. A billion takes care of everybody. But he only generational had, wealth. He only had two kids. How many grandkids you gonna have? Four kids. Those takes guys care of everybody. Those guys weren't even married. Well, who ended, wasn't married? They ended up being married, but they weren't married at the time they were working for him. Sounds like Iggy lost it all to Madoff. That's from TJ. Oh. I'm sorry. Were you involved in? You have some money with you? Yeah, I called Bernie and said, twist. "Hey, I got my 401k. I got 480 bucks to play with. What can you do with it, buddy?" <laughs> and he wiped you out. He wiped me out. Just like Keegan Bradley missing a two footer. Hey, put the phone down. I don't care about that guy in Europe. Iggy's got 480 bucks. You probably felt the lottery was your only hope. We're gonna take him. Mm-hmm. Uh, caller Ellen says we all want just a little bit more than what we have. Doug, mm-hmm. that's Caller Ellen giving us perspective here on a day such as this. Yeah, no matter how much money you make, you think if I had just a little more, I'd be happy. Right. I get that, Ellen. But would you go to the go to the point of breaking the law and a chance to go to jail for 150 years for a little more than the 40 million you already have? It's crazy looking back on it. It's tough to be like like a billionaire without sacrificing morality once or twice. Yeah, but he My wasn't a billionaire when he started that. But I mean, the money he had, he was he was probably the the biggest guy on Wall Street before any of this happened. He was the guy you went to to make trades and he was he was making millions and millions a year i need more i'm gonna have a ponzi scheme i just don't get it the madoff affair reminds me of that scheme in which people invested all of their interests in a golf video that never really existed that's <laughs> yeah. newt bowl eligible mm-hmm. well, existed. a lot of people pumped a lot of their money into that it's 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 done right am i correct i saw it i witnessed the video yeah just some Fine-tuning, and it should be out this week, I would guess. Wow, Doug. The Looks golf great. video is going to be out really? this week. I mean, I would think. Fabulous. It's done. All he had to do was put some graphics and fine-tuning. But... So it's not done. <laughs> Either it's done or it's not done. I said it should be done this week. The rough cut is done. Butter me up, Daddy. <laughs> he saw the rough cut. It's pretty good. Wouldn't a rough cut, wouldn't that be good enough for our audience? <laughs> yeah, he could put it out how it is. Yeah. And it'd be fine. But we're perfectionists here. <laughs> I don't know about that. This show screams perfectionism. <laughs> well, Joey is. Not so much me. But. Uh, guys, rumor has it Madoff started his scheming by keeping autographed books, 360 <laughs> machines, and golf expo tickets that weren't his, and it just kind of escalated from there. Thanks. That's from an emotionally exhausted caller Ellen call. Mm. <laughs> I'd say a good percentage of our audience is emotionally exhausted. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's right. Well, so you had a big weekend of watching TV, though. So you got that going. Pretty much all I did. I went Saturday. I got up early and took a shower. I went shopping by like 9 o'clock. Where'd you go shopping? Schnooks. Okay. I was in Schnooks last week and passed a guy. Got that passed a guy. He's got his headphones in. He says, oh, I'm podcasting the show right now. How about that? That's pretty that? cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I always apologize. <laughs> I am so sorry. 
Uh, Mr. Licks wants to know who won the Golf Expo tickets from the app. Uh, who won those? I think it's Jaguar, Jagyard. Well, they didn't Jaguar. get them, whoever it was. Well, we gave away some for email of the day. The only two, we only had two winners last week for email of the day, Buck Swope and Jaguar, Jaguar, <laughs> Jaguar. Uh, app contest I cannot speak to. This golf video better look like Spielberg did it. Thanks. That's from Flip mm. Wilson. Doug, Flip Wilson is uh, expecting some kind of Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg-esque production. Come on, get him. He's throwing golf tickets at the YouTube camera. Now knobs are being turned. Mm. There's no way that could have turned a knob. Oh, it turned a knob, baby. 213 friends of the feather are Mm. watching. YouTube.com slash TMASTL. YouTube.com slash TMASTL is where you can watch the show, download the app, and enter to win the prize of four days, three nights at the Sandals Resort of your choice in the Caribbean. How about that? Mm. All you got to do is enter the passcode PASSPORT. And you are entered to win, and uh, you can go up until this Sunday. Biggest then, prize we've ever given away on this show. I am telling you. So and airfare included, too. Airfare is included, is that right? Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. So go and enjoy beautiful weather. The weather we had down there was perfect. My oh, God. Man. 80 degrees. Sure was. If you go to the uh, Sandals Ocherias, Plowhawk and I would like to officially recommend soy. Mm-hmm. And the hibachi place next to it was good, too. Was good I enjoyed well. it, yeah. Doug and I had breakfast there on the last day. And oh, did was, you really? Yeah. They really... have a bocce breakfast? No, not at the uh, hibachi place, but the breakfast bar. And uh, Doug and I were just sitting out there at 75 degrees with a nice mm-hmm. ocean breeze. It was about the best feeling ever. And, yeah, of course, I was with Doug, so I was already kind of, you know, a little bit. Did you go to the omelet bar? Uh, omelet was taken—the scrambled eggs were good enough for me. They had a, a big, long buffet with all kinds of selections. And in one tray, <laughs> it had a little sign. You know, they had a sign under it, what all the food is. The sign on one of them was boiled food. <laughs> and I lo- I didn't quite know what it was. <laughs> I thought the sign was too generic. Boiled, this is boiled food. <laughs> Doug and I, I never figured it out. I should have tried it. I should have taken some. Yeah. Uh, did what did the boiled food look like? It almost looked like a fish fillet or something. Yeah. It reminded me of, uh, if you were watching the Missouri Tiger this week, when they put Isaiah <laughs> Mosley up, and it said height zero, weight zero, sophomore, and then hometown was city, comma, state. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly someone in the graphic department forgot to insert something. Right. And that's what it reminded me of, boiled food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was probably good. Everything else was good. <laughs> I just wish I'd tasted some now, looking back. Still a great night. Boiled food. <laughs> Guys, the Madoff scheme is reminiscent of when listeners of this show were slapped with a last-minute hidden fee for Iggy's caddy to sit in the cart without any expression for an afternoon of golf. Oh, yeah. That's from 2020 fan page club champion Ant Peg. The stone-faced gal with the icy demeanor. You knew where your money was going. We didn't try to finagle anything out of you want to, you want to tip or tip her if you don't wow, you, you don't have to just for sitting there scowling i still blame jay jay said we got to get her some money i said no. i'm giving her 20 you gave her 20 just for sitting in the golf cart well she caddy she was you. my caddy if anybody oh. should have paid it be you i did but then right. jay said we got to make her some more money so we put a tip jar up in the, in the clubhouse that's a pretty lucrative gig if you people just start throwing money at her. gave her money just because it was a girl yeah that was pretty much it you should pay just to see her <laughs> And they did. Did you know that, you know, that obviously you're trying to do that? <laughs> Good question. Great, great question. You had all nine innings at the end of the game. He came up with that one. He was just so excited he couldn't Yeah, it's like stand. nine innings to watch the game. and Good win tonight. How does it feel? Jesus. 
Uh, I'd like to tell you this. You go to Andrea's and it's going to feel real mm-hmm. nice like yeah. Jack. Uh, Andrea's Steakhouse. Iggy, you have been there. And what is your dish of choice? Uh, I have the ribeye. Oh, Bill. Size of my head. How do you do? And Delicious. this month, now available at both Schnooks and Deerberg's Andrea's Barbecue Sauces, coming out for the month of February, in addition to that signature and famous steak sauce. How do you do? It's their first new product in 40 years. Andrea's is affordable wine list with a wide variety of options, uh, and it is phenomenal. The owner, Max, listens to the show, and he's making his wife pay for the advertising costs and that is called now a financial cuck. Come as you are or as you aren't. Hoodies, hats, gray sweatpants, and tennis shoes are discouraged, but they'll still serve you. Bring your wife, your wife's friend, your aunt, your sister, your daughter, or your mom. Bring the guy in to pay the tab. You can check out the menu at andreas.com slash menu. And they'll be hosting a Kentucky Derby Social on May 6th featuring bourbon and blondes podcasters. On-site cigar rolling lit cigars lounge will be setting up for purchase and smoking. Live entertainment for elite play. Uh, and heavy buffet appetizers, best dress contest, 50-50 drawing, additional race day games, photo booth. It's $150 per person. You can join their mailing list for special events at andreas.com. It's Andreas. Check it out and enjoy the festivities. i got to get over there. That sounds like fun, actually. Yeah, Yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Guys can dress to the nines. Ladies can wear their hats. If, if we come walking in there dressed up, Doug, can you imagine what the ladies would do? Oh, God. Just start squealing, probably. (laughs) We should become like a horse the Beatles show. have arrived. We, we should like all, what Francesa did. Yeah, we should we should pull our money up and buy a horse. <laughs> Guys, I've heard the new Ponzi schemes are geared towards starting a hot dog stand and charging people a fee to use a putting green in charity golf tournaments. Thanks, mm. that's from Big Saggers. <laughs> uh, let's see. There was a message sent out to all the golfers the night before that it was suggested everybody leave twenty dollars for Iggy's caddy. That's from Fuelsy. That's really. What message? What app would send out this, like an Amber Alert? Please give her twenty dollars. She's not doing anything for you, but you owe her twenty. I didn't send it out. Was like an email? I think it was just if you want to tip her, tip her. But why would you? If she's just sitting there. Well, it's not my fault. She caddied for me. I gave her money. If everybody else gave her money, that's their problem. Does every woman on a golf course get tipped by the other people there? She was the only girl there. I mean, that's why they tipped her. It just seems odd to me. So. I don't know what to tell you. Wildly entertaining stuff, guys. How much money she make that day? I think she wanted to make in $300. Yeah, I think so. Really? <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. She probably wants to do that every day. Just go sit on a stone-faced in a golf cart on a golf course, and people come by and give her money. Well, she wasn't stone-faced. <laughs> she was smiling, talking to people all day. Was she upset by something? Would that explain the icy demeanor? Well, I think I just told you she wasn't. So. <laughs> I don't know who came up with the stone face thing. <laughs> it seems to be the look that she had. I think you did. Well, I didn't. I wasn't you there. Weren't, yeah, well, quit saying she's stone faced. You well, weren't even there. Well, that's what everyone's saying. Well, Guys, you my, started it. My advertising money for the golf video probably would have done better with Bertie Madoff. Thanks, Steve Wildwood. Not mm-hmm. happy. No, I saw the. We all saw the rough cut, and your uh, your company is right there at the bottom throughout the whole thing. Oh, nice. That's right. Uh, KG in O-Town says, I got an employee-only sneak peek of the video, and it's heat. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Employee-only. Yeah. Boy, it's nice to have him as an employee. (laughs) Doug Crestfall. Oh, he is. Absolutely. Head down. (laughs) Can't take it anymore, Crestfallen. (laughs) Well, you got two days' pay, and now you can just wait around 
for mm. something else. Well, I'm about to get paid in the Escalade. <laughs> okay, Frank. <laughs> Guys, what's the play on tipping someone who brings groceries out for a drive-up pickup? That's from Butch Bearbottom. Seems like a five-buck situation. Yeah, they drive yeah. it to your house or just outside the store? It's outside the store. It depends on how many bags. I don't know. I go into the grocery store and buy my provisions. Don't well, say I like provisions. that. I like that provision. It a sounds lot. like you're about to die. <laughs> yeah. like it's you just can't survive. <laughs> like the 1800s. My provisions. But then the ice box. Yeah, I think five bucks is good. Yeah. If someone's bringing out like a whole load of a week of groceries for you and putting it in your car, it seems like a... Five like or six bags? Five spot. Yeah. No, they come out with a cart and then just take them out of the cart and put them in your car. Like you actually have that done? You don't go no, in the I go grocery in, store? I, go, I, I just said I go in and buy my own provisions. Provisions, that's right. <laughs> I love shopping. Now, during the pandemic, I use Instacart. Um, but I love shopping. You that's, love grocery shopping? I do. I love any kind of shopping. Sometimes I just go to the mall and walk around. Yeah. Good people watching there. Well, if I see something in the final last act, I go get it. It's got to be last act? That's at Macy's? You don't have to. A lot of good finds. Uh, Mr. Licks, uh, who says uh, he is in touch with the SEC, says the SEC is about to investigate Jackson for the failed app giveaways. Let me list them off. Golf Expo, Dinner with the Dais, Golf with the Dais, and much more. Mr. Licks. First of all, mm. untrue. <laughs> Let me break this down. Golf, we have, we know the person. We said we're going to play this when it gets warm again. So, one for one. Dinner. Organizing that. Don't worry about that. It's none of your business. You didn't win. So why would I? Where's this dinner going to be? Like, why would I like? Why would I be like? Oh, this person won. Let me inform Mr. Licks of how the planning is going. Like, what kind of sense does that make? Uh, the golf expo wasn't an app contest. I was for email today, and I've admitted I dropped the ball on that. Yeah. Like nobody's perfect. I messed up. I apologize. It's on me. And then many more is like something you say when you don't have anything else. <laughs> mm. So I disagree. I love Mr. Licks, but I disagree with your premise. And so, you know. And I'm pretty sure the Go guy back who, to the drawing board. Try again. I'm pretty sure the guy who won lives in Nashville. He wasn't going anyway. To what? Expo. Oh, is that right? I don't know where the listeners live. I want to. I think I know who he is. Who is this guy? I just know he lives in Nashville. How do you know that? God, really. <laughs> well, don't get upset. Press falling again over that. I am tired. Well, I said I know who he is, so I know where he lives. How do you know him? Oh, <laughs> from the show. All right. The 25 handicapped dumbs and fats salivated over just getting to see this girl ride in a cart wearing <laughs> athleisure and scrolling Instagram all day when at the end of the thing, the only guy who shared more than five words with her was that D-bag who used to call in to brag about his embellished hookups with lot lizards. That's from Carlos Spicy Waiter mm. who's going into the Hall of Fame. Who's that? Doug, yeah, who used to call in about hooking up with women at truck stops? Lot lizards. <laughs> Who is that? Who's bragging about that? I don't know. That's my question. It wasn't Iggy. He's not talking about Iggy, is he? <laughs> no, I don't call in. I just talk about lot lizards on the air. But who got to spend more than five minutes with her? Have you ever met me? a lot lizard? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I think it's a, isn't that a woman who hangs around truck stops? Oh, God. <laughs> I never met a girl from a truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> but off. I'm not sure I've ever been to a truck stop. You've never been to a truck stop? I don't think I have. Oh, they're great. 
You haven't stopped for gas along the highway sometime <laughs> and see all the trucks there? Not at a truck stop. Huh. It's like a little oasis and nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when I go to uh Sometimes I'll have a Wendy's place connection. on the way to the Ozarks. The Diamonds? Yeah. Is that a truck stop with the restaurant? In Kingdom City? Yeah. Diamonds was close to Six Flags, I thought. Right, Doug? Yeah, it's it's, it's not no that longer way. with us. No. That's just a was restaurant. Was that a truck stop? It's just a restaurant, right? I don't we know. always stop someplace <laughs> on our way to <laughs> This was well before you were <laughs> around, say, Jackson. I started driving in twenty fourteen. So <laughs> right there at Highway. I think 54. it was gone in ninety four. <laughs> when you get yeah, off seventy, like you go to Lake of the Ozarks and you're gonna go south on fifty four, there's a couple truck stops right there. Yeah, but there was a restaurant we always went to there on our way to Kingdom City. Right outside Kingdom City, I think. There's always a place to get fudge. Mm. Fudgery? And like, uh, what do they call it? Like uh, like uh, almond dishes? Or Ooh, like, Bill, walnut bowls. Yeah, walnut bowls. For all your walnut bowl needs. All your walnut bowl needs. Guys, the stone-faced gal did not have an icy demeanor. In fact, her personality was lukewarm. Thanks. Mm. That comes from, uh, I like shopping. I used Instacart during COVID. Grocery <laughs> shopping. And shut up about the golf video. It's finished. It's just not done. <laughs> That's a long-ass name. <laughs> Good one, though. Hmm. <laughs> Doug, do you think we'll, we'll see the golf video? The audience will see the golf video this week. Well, I guess I would. I would say yes. If you're making a major motion picture in Hollywood, <laughs> does it take three or four months to make that? Well, way longer. Uh, I don't know. It depends on the picture, I suppose. Talking about like everything, including shooting. Yeah. Up to a year and a half, two years. <laughs> I mean, this was one. <laughs> I forgot. This oh, he sounds like ghastly. <laughs> This wasn't like my nine-ball nine, nine ball chip off that lasted like 45 seconds. This thing was over 30 minutes long that we saw. Which was more, like, prestigious? Us beating Nagel or no, you? No, us beating Nagel. Without a, I mean, I knew I was going to get 9 out of 10. That was a no-brainer. <laughs> oh, gosh. But I, don't, I didn't think there was any way we beat Nagel. I didn't either. And I think we play him again, and I don't think we do. Now that I've seen the video, too, and I'm reminded of how many, like, 15-foot-plus putts had to go in. I felt so bad yesterday. He's playing in Panama, going into the final round. He was in 15th place, four shots out of the lead, one shot out of fifth place, and he shot nine over. Yeah, he took a nine on a par four. I don't know what the hell happened, but Wellington's not caddying for him, so I I wouldn't have texted Wellington about it anyway. You leave somebody alone when that happens. Yeah, but a top ten would have gone a long way. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the hell happened. God, it's brutal. I think he finished in front of two people. Uh, Carlos Spicewiener sent in a definition of a lot lizard. Uh, Doug, he says a lot lizard. Uh, Jeffco or St. Charles 6 or St. Louis Metropolitan Area 5 or less that was so desperate at the end of the night she'd go home with whatever guy she could find and oh. speed date in the parking lot of Telania's during closing time before some pre-coitus slingers at Courtesy Diner next door. Oh, Carlos okay. Spicewiener. <laughs> pre-coitus? Ugh. Yeah, no, no chili before afterwards. Telena's is right there at Hampton and Forty. The no longer with that, us. Yeah. Was it the Cheshire, right? Or where the Cheshire sits? No. No. Hampton and Forty, I think. Oh, never mind. That's Telena's jukebox. Yep. Forty and Hampton. Yasiel Puig uh, and Hanley Ramirez, big fans. And that was the place where people would go after the bars closed down, I think. Yeah, I think it was open until 3. And then when you get thrown out of there, they'd go to Steak and Shake or Courtesy Diner. Mm. My son was on that circuit for a while, that's how I know. John Vaughn. No, Greg Vaughn. Greg Vaughn. Greg Vaughn was on that. Friend of Jamaica. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Good thing he brought his clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they found him. Got to use him a day. Yeah. That was Southwest who did that to him, not American. (laughs) 
Someone check on Grandpa's CPAP. It sounds as if he's ready to take his last breath. Good luck on your journey to the other side, Grandpa Apricot. That's from B-Money. What kind of comment is that? That's saying that there's breathing? That's the first breathing complaint we've gotten. I I didn't hear any. But then, Doug, we never hear it. No. I don't have a CPAP. Uh, These listeners. I do. Here's the Plowhawk from the (laughs) Horrorblock. Maybe they're they're talking about you. Yeah, they could well be. I doubt that. Doug, you're gripping that CPAP hard on the way home. I can't let it get out of my hand. Yeah. I got to take it to carry on luggage because if I lose it, I owe them $17,000. Sweet Jeez. mother of mercy. Jeez. Doug was in that Montego Bay airport charging his phone, eating his bird seed granola, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was all over the crown. And what'd you right. say? It looked like a chicken I, coop. I, the, the seeds were so small that <laughs> someone didn't get my mouth. I wound up at the, on the floor. And by the time I left, it looked like I'd been standing in a chicken coop. <laughs> eating that bird seed. Yeah. Good morning. Hollywood studios need to take a page out of the TMA playbook. Rather than big advertising budgets spent on billboards and trailers to market the release, just sit on the content for six months without any updates and let your senile producer bitch at anyone who asks about the movie. Books will be written about this marketing strategy. Mm. Doug, you can see the texture out there sending it in. He's in the parking lot. His name's Little Tommy Trivens. Trivens, yeah. Trivens. They've done that before. <laughs> yeah. Just well, you got to leave him wanting more. <laughs> you shoot the film, and then people say, where is it? What happened to it? And that's your marketing. Don't give us a Slurpee because they were trying hard. <laughs> Strauss would have loved this off season. <laughs> what off season? <laughs> no, he sounds ghastly. <laughs> Speaking of which, I can't wait to discuss. This is a balloon party topic, but I think it's going to, uh, I think it's going to get the people going. Uh, as uh, Hove and uh, Yeezy said, was that 2011? I, I don't know the years, Tim. Uh, it was, Jackson? Yeah, it sounds right. Uh, Eighth grade. The Athletic this morning, early this morning, about four in the morning, released the following. Doug, here it is. Okay. And so I know you love guessing games. I do. This is perfect for you. All right. The 2023 MLB wildcard era franchise rankings. So in other words, since the wildcard era began, do you know what year that was? Wildcard? I don't know the years, Tim. 1995. Okay. It would have been 94, but they had the strike, so there you go. Okay. 1995. Right. How would they rank the franchise's performances? We'll have that for you <laughs> coming huh. up next. Okay. Oh! We'll close out the Mungan S. St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour, appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour. Next, from the Michelob Ultra Studios, this is the Ryan Kelly Morning After.